Hello everyone, welcome back to the Geek King's Declaration. This is officially episode one, where I want to dive really deep into my life, who I am, and um, the stories I like. This is going to be a chill, geeky podcast, but I just wanted to do episode one on who I am because I feel like that it ties in a lot to the movies that you like sometimes. Now, I'm not I'm not saying that it has to every time. I'm not saying that, like, oh, you see yourself as this character. But for me personally, that is kind of how I view movies. Today will be about my life, my content creation, and the movies I enjoy, and yeah. So, let's get straight into it. All my life, I've really enjoyed content creation. I remember the first um, videos that I really made were in third grade on Musical.ly, and I made fake YouTube videos, but I didn't, I didn't really post anything until probably around 6th or 7th grade, because I had a couple of vlogs in 6th grade, but it wasn't the content that I wanted to make, it was just what was easy to make. Finally, 7th grade comes, and I get, like, a good Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, to be to be frank, that's, that's what I got. I got good Wi-Fi. I moved. And um, I was able to broadcast from my PS4. I went nuts. You can still find some of the live streams. You can find me reacting to it, actually, on a TikTok live stream. But, um, yeah, I, uh, eighth grade, I started posting gaming videos. I was known as the Gaming Marvel, and that became my nickname for the longest time. And I have a lot of friends who even still call me that, even though I sucked at video games. <laughs> it's more of an ironic nickname when people call me it. I, I want to make that clear. Like, it wasn't out of respect. It wasn't like, that's the YouTuber, the Gaming Marvel. It was more like, <laughs> this guy thinks he's the shit. <laughs> Which is, is something that I'm, I've always been very cautious about ever since 7th grade. I, I don't want people to think that I have a high ego or think I'm better than them. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just a kid with, with content that he wants to post. The whole reason why I do this is because I love people's reactions. I love peop making people smile. I love knowing that I've made a difference in someone's world. Um, because, it, like, there's just so much going on in everyone's lives nowadays to be able to make someone smile is one of the best powers you can have and it's one of the easiest things to do if you're if you really try i was class president senior year just barely just barely but i was i pulled it off i had a speech at class day and there's something that i i think that i want to share with more people um, it's a quote, and I don't know who it's by. I, it's just, it's been a big part of my life, and it's made me rethink a lot. But it, the quote goes, um, A man who plants a tree for a shade that he is not able to sit in has begun to understand the meaning of life. And I, I love that. I love it so much, and I think a lot of people should hear that. Because a lot of people, like, have the opportunity to plant a tree. It is just so rewarding when you finally see the shade and how happy it makes someone. So that's a little bit about how I started to get into content making. Um, the evolution of it has been very long. Um, so I guess with the name like Picking Up the Crown, let's uh, start to talk about my names through the years. I mentioned The Gaming Marvel on YouTube. So when I got on TikTok, it was, it was clear I had to use The Gaming Marvel. After a little while, um, someone used an insult calling me Cabinet Boy, because I was a cabinet maker at the time, and I was like, "Cabinet boy, that sounds that sounds kind of cool." <laughs> so um, for a long time, a lot of people uh, came to know me as Cabinet Boy Pause. 
Um, in fact, my my TikTok or my Instagram is still named X Cabinet Boy Pause because I, I'm not a cabinet maker anymore, but I was for some time. Um, after after that, um, I tried X Cabinet Boy Pause. It just felt weird, so I, I went back to the gaming Marvel. Um, but I always had a Snapchat private story called Geeking or Geek King. Um, which was such a fun play on words, in my opinion. I, I always loved it. It was like, I can't believe no one else has taken this monocle. Like, it's it's geeking. Like, I'm geeking out, but I'm also the king of the geeks. Like, it's it's cool. It makes sense. It's It works so well. Um, and I was like, you know what? That's going to be my TikTok name. That's what I'm going to do. So that's when I officially officially picked up the crown of um, Geek King. And um, that's why we are here now, technically, um, but yeah, that's, that's, um, that's the content making and the name, the name, uh, <laughs> inspiration, but let's go to, um, let's go to more about me personally, I guess. So I'm Connor. I'm 19. I graduated from high school last year. I'm in college right now. Um, and I've, I've grown up in, um, a household, like only women. It's, it's, I'm the only dude. Um, I was raised by my sister and my mom. My sister, I mentioned before, got me big into comic books and all of this stuff unintentionally. She doesn't read comic books. She watched She watched the X-Men movies um, when I was a kid, and she got me into those. And then she got me into reading Harry Potter. Um, and, yeah, but X-Men, when I was younger, that's really what got me into it. Um, then we went to a Walmart. I picked up Iron Man's one, Iron Man one, two, and three. We all watched that. My mom was like, "Are you sure? Are you sure you're ready to watch this stuff?" Um, meanwhile, I was laughing my head off because one of the terrorists tried to shoot Iron Man, and the bullet right bounced right back off. Um, <laughs> and so I, I fell in love with um, all of this superhero stuff pretty early on in life. Um, Star Wars is one of the very few things that I was able to get myself into because I was just like, you know what? I like Marvel, so let's let's go. As I mentioned, I was I was like I was raised by my mom and my sister, and that's the only reason I am a geek. I firmly believe that if my dad was still in the picture, I would have been like a jock type. I would have been like he he had me playing football. He was like, "Oh, you're you can't be crying. You're a man." Like, you no, know, very toxic masculinity. I am very curious if he were to see me now, how he would think. Um. But yeah, I, I just I don't know, <laughs> because I'm I'm not the little kid that he left, and that that's like a, like duh, no shit, like it's been it's been ten years, but um, I I was totally on track to be a jock type. Um, I'm glad to say I'm not like any of the stereotypical types. Like I'm not a stereotypical geek, but I'm also not a stereotypical jock. I hope no one sees me as the um snooty, snotty, like I'm better than you type of jock or social media kid even. I hope to God that is one thing that I was so insecure about starting content was um, I don't want people to think that I think that I'm better than them because I, like people still like deserve respect and I'm I'm still like doing this yeah because I like creating content but also because like hell I'm <laughs> I, I want to make people smile I like the reactions that I get when when um. When I get a thousand likes, that means a thousand people have seen that video and they enjoyed it. And you know what? It means more than that because how many times are you scrolling through your For You page and you laugh at something but you don't like it? So when I get a thousand likes, that tells me I did my job. When I get 50 likes but a lot of views, that tells me I did my job. If I make one person's day, if one person enjoys my post, 
the post did its job. That is it. You plant a tree, someone will rest in that shade. And that shade is going to mean the world to them. And you're not going to know about it, probably, because you'll be off doing other things. But to them, life-changing. You don't always see what people do in the shade that you created for them, for anyone. So when I'm able to see that it did positively affect someone, it feels so good. But there's also that right balance of, yeah, take accountability for when you do something wrong, but also don't blame yourself if it upsets someone every time. It's the internet. People are gonna get upset about some things. <laughs> I want to make that very clear. But there's a right balance to it. You can't just be disrespectful, rude, and, you know, say, like, say horrible things. But yeah, so it's been about 10 years where I've been, um, I've lived with my mom and my sister. I don't really remember too much about living with my dad, like vaguely. And I remember what he looks like and everything. It's not like I, it's not like he was never there, but like, it, it's been a long time, obviously. Um, back in 2018, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. Um, my blood sugar was found to be over 660. And if you don't know anything about diabetes, let me just tell you, that is not healthy. <laughs> your blood sugar if you're not a diabetic is probably around 100 like I said mine was at 660 um yeah I mean it's been um about five years so I've, I've gotten used to it it's um it's diabetes but it's still not normal and um I can do an explanation on diabetes real quick as well because I know a lot of people don't know much about it but um it's where your organ known as the pancreas does not produce a chemical known as insulin a hormone and it helps you break down the sugars in your food and drinks and stuff so without that my blood sugar will go high or low or like there's nothing to regulate it so um, I have to manually do that with injections about five times a day I'm currently trying to get the pump and that should be shipping out soon so <laughs> after five years we did it um, five and a half years uh, but yeah that's exciting and, you know, I, I'm glad that I get to sit down and you guys can hear all of this because none of this stuff controls my life. Like, these are big things that happen, but none of them control my life. And I think this, this like, we've you, you may be thinking, like, Connor, this is a show about, like, geeking out and movies and stuff. We'll get to the point. What are you going on about? So here, let me get to the point. There are some things that are just out of your control. There is nothing I can do about my dad leaving and being a bad person. There's nothing I can do about my diabetes except take care of it, really. Like, nothing I can do. Sometimes it is better to acknowledge your emotions but also ignore what is going on. I want to repeat that. Acknowledge the emotions but also ignore what's going on. That is part of what my content is designed to do. And that is exactly what movies do. You are allowed to feel the feelings that you need to feel. All that anger, all that sadness, but towards a problem that you don't actually have to worry about. 
I love watching Invincible. I feel for him. He is such an interesting character. Invincible Mark Grayson struggling with the school, with the superhero aspect of life, with his friendship, friendships, relationships, family, with his dad being Omni-Man trying to take over the world as a Viltrumite. That is such a cool concept to me. And I get to feel for him. All of this frustration, this being lied to, this, this struggle. And it's not any concern of me. No matter what happens to him on that screen... I'm still alive. I'm still fine. I'm still, I'm, I'm chugging along, I guess, for lack of a better word. I'm, I'm getting there. Like I'm, I'm living, I'm, I'm living. So I, movies are just a phenomenal way of feeling your feelings without stressing about something that you can't change. And sometimes you have to stretch your belief. Sometimes you have to sit down and say, <sighs> okay, but laser swords in space? And if that is too much of a struggle for you, then that is understandable and fine. That's a struggle for a lot of people. Something that you find a struggle to relate to, or you just, in general, not enjoying it as much as you enjoy real stories. Maybe your idea of getting through a tough time is sitting down and watching a history documentary or something. Like I said, we enjoy all forms of stories here, not just movies. And maybe some of you think history is boring. Me personally, I think I think that there's there's something out there for everyone. Even a sci-fi fantasy thing for someone who watches documentaries. Hell, you're into documentaries, but you don't think you like sci-fi and stuff? Maybe give Game of Thrones a try. Like it is a very like I don't want to say it's historically accurate. There's a bunch of dragons in it, but like it's very grounded. Now, if you're into sci-fi and fantasy, I mean, half of half of most sci-fi and fantasies are drawn from history. Star Wars is just World War II in space. They're they're literally called stormtroopers. They. <laughs> so now that I've talked about all of this, really, really take a look at your life. Look, look at some of your favorite stories and think, because I, I am curious. Like, do you find yourself? to relate to the main characters of your favorite stories because I, I definitely relate I'm, I'm going to use Invincible as an example I'm going to use Guardians of the Galaxy as an example I'm going to use Star Wars as an example all of those have very very problematic relationships with their fathers <laughs> let's like I'm just going to be like straight up with you like it's daddy issues that's what it comes down to um, Invincible is fighting Omni-Man because Omni-Man's trying to take over Earth for the Viltrum Empire. Star Wars is, I hope, I hope it's pretty obvious, but Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader, I am your father, um, all that stuff. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, we have Ego and Peter Quill, and time and time again, I find myself enjoying these stories the most, and... They just, they have this main struggle of something that I can relate to. Even even Spider-Man, like, the struggle of every, everything that he has to balance. Great power and great responsibility and just balance. Um, Uncle Ben quote and then May quote, Aunt May quote. But um, the fact that he's balancing the superhero life his relationships his family his friends all that just like invincible and that's probably why i like invincible a tad more because he is spider-man with daddy issues his parents are still alive to have have parental issues <laughs> so that's probably 
why I enjoy Invincible so much because I do love Spider-Man. But Invincible is just a darker, grittier Spider-Man um, with parents. Um, <laughs> unfortunately for him, but <laughs> with with two parents. <laughs> Iron Man's cool because, you know, he's this narcissistic, playboy, flawed character. And everyone has flaws. But none are more apparent um, in the superhero genre, I'd say. Um, of the of the regular regular comics, so we're not. I'm not talking about the boys. I'm not talking about Invincible. None are more apparent in the Marvel Cinematic Universe than Tony Stark's flaws. I think I think that's something that can be agreed upon. Some people might argue Peter Quill, which you know he's got a fair share of flaws and all. I get that, but I think I think that Iron Man's is specifically heightened. Um, and Stan Lee did that purposefully. There's actually a lot of a lot of things where he'd say, I tried to take the thing that people hated most, a weapons manufacturer, and then make people love him. And that's, that's exactly what he did. Because Iron Man represents so many people. Because, no, you may not be as... you may you, I'm going to use just al alcoholic as an example. You might not be alcoholic like Tony Stark. You may not relate to him in that sense. But everyone can feel shitty about themselves at times. But at the end of the day... If this guy's a hero, if this guy's putting on a suit and people are looking up to him, who else is looking up to you? Because, you know, I mean, this guy's incredibly, um, incredibly sexist in the beginning, very, very, like, objectified women and stuff, um, very much only cared about his pocket. He changes throughout, not just Iron Man, but throughout 20 something films however many that disney has come out with at this point that marvel has come out with he has evolved and changed and people look up to him he's a great hero he's many kids favorite before before the mcu he was he was he wasn't a big player the big three were spider-man hulk and wolverine now the big three are captain america iron man and thor Think about that. Like, the movie's changed so much. I guess that's how I'm going to leave it off here. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed I hope you guys please comment um, what, like, if you find a connection between your favorite story of any kind and your life um, in the real world, I guess. Um, I, hope we, I hope you guys can uh, definitely give your input because I'm genuinely curious about that. So I hope you guys have enjoyed I'm going to leave this off here. Be sure to check out my Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Geek King Paws. Good. Bye.